Welcome everybody back to Project Life with Mike Watts. Man, it has been a while since I have been in touch with you guys. Um, I would probably say it's been five months since April 8th we had our baby. Uh, Kate gave birth in the hospital to our daughter Ruby, which uh, you probably know by now. But I have experienced a total life transformation. I'm still in the middle of it, but I'll kind of give you an update where we're at. Uh, I did receive a message from Rebecca. By the way, you sent me a message on SpeakPipe, so I just want to honor that for you to let you know that I did receive it three months ago. Um, and I just listened to it again today, but I'll just kind of go over and share a little bit about what you actually said. Is a little bit longer. Um, it was over. So if you guys want to, if you don't know, you can go to mikejwatts.com forward slash podcast and you can just leave me a vo voice memo with questions and I'll go ahead and answer them here on this episode. But, uh, or not on this episode, but on the podcast and I can play it. But if you keep it under a minute, that is the best time frame to be able to do that. Just be very concise with your question. But I just wanted to kind of talk about today what has been going on. So I'm going to change the format of this podcast. I definitely want to come back into it. I really do miss it. I do enjoy this time to connect with you guys individually instead of like the Kate and Mike show has been with just Kate and Mike, um, you know, us together. But this to connect with you more on a one on one and kind of the direction and moving in a new format where I'm heading and to kind of as the business evolves. But the number one thing for me is like what has been going on for the last five months. So around the end of March time frame, uh, things got really busy on my end is I had a number of coaching clients that came to town. I was doing online coaching class sessions right before the baby was born. I was doing uh, just wrapping everything up, trying to compile all of our business stuff um, into a much more manageable avenue for me still allows that time to take the three months off that I planned for when Ruby was born. And so it was towards the end of March that it was preparation for all of this. And it became, uh, I just like build up and build up and build up and held stress and tension inside of my body in ways that were unhealthy as you know, as I've been doing a lot of soul searching to kind of find out what has been going on with me over and why is these type of things happening? Because we've talked previously about the skin rash and what ended up happening is as soon as Ruby was born, I had a full body head to toe rash that broke out. And that was on April 8th. It was literally in the hospital. I went in with clear skin and came out basically, uh, I don't know how else to say it, but I was covered in red spots all over. Started in my face, my eyes, moved through my mouth, my lips, down to my arms, my armpits, my back. Um, in the groin area, inner legs, inner thighs, just at, at the whole body. It was incredible. So before I kind of dive more, a little bit more into that, just where, and so it really had me stop in my tracks. Like I was forced to stop. We had this brand new baby, uh, you know, Kate was recovering from giving birth. She wanted a goal. I'll let her tell her story in the future episode on the Kate and Mike show because we're going to talk about this uh, in future episodes. But, you know, she came in and wanted to do the first birth with Penelope was uh, ended up having an emergency C-section due to doing a home birth. But Penelope was coming out breach with a foot out. So it's called a footling, I believe, a footling breach. And they were 
it was like bad news basically. And then, so Penelope was born with an infection, the whole shebang, and we ended up in the hospital for seven days. So with Ruby this time around, we had four names picked out and we decided Ruby like after Kate gave birth. With Ruby, Kate wanted to go in and do a natural birth and she did it. She accomplished the goal that she set to do and it was a much different experience. But I didn't do enough preparation work on my end for to have a different experience. I assumed that the experience was going to be the same because with the first birth with Penelope, I had like PTSD from the first birth, the amount of work um, that was happening on with Kate's recovery doing the C-section and just the amount of stepping up kind of I had to do in that father role of taking care of both the girls when Penelope was born. And just that was very stressful, plus running our business and a lot of other things that were taking place. But if I look back to April, kind of what went on from, if I track back a year from then, April of the previous year, we were getting ready to move. Um, We decided to leave our place that we lived at earlier, move to a smaller apartment, and then we ended up staying there for three months. And then we bought the house in July. And we moved into our house again in July. So we ended up moving houses twice within three months of all of our stuff in storage, out of storage. And then we had massive transition that took place inside of our business. We had a, um, I was kind of running the day-to-day operations. We brought Lisi on board to be the president of our company about in June or two timeframe, like full time uh, around that time of last of 2017 and backtracking just kind of leading up to April. So it was it was me stepping out of the role that I was as a business owner at that time and have to step, you know, and then a new father as well as a very active father, I, I would say. Like, I know not everybody is this way, mothers or fathers or whatever it is, but I, I over, this is the whole reason like my stress um, compiled into popping. So there's different ways that stress the things that I'm learning about that infections take place, right? Some people get cancer, um, you know, and of course I'm not an expert at this, so give me a break, but like the stress compiles up over time and you can have cancer or heart disease or skin disease, or in my case, it's been a skin rash, right? There's nothing internally that is in going on with me besides like improving my gut health, which I'll talk more about that in a second. And but there's not much else. My buddy had a kidney issue. My other buddy is getting like, he's gotten sick a couple of times since their kids come through, right? It's how we handle these, these, everybody handles it a little bit differently. In my case, it's like this full blown head to toe rash. I'm not, I have no history of like skin rashes or eczema or any of that stuff. And so this whole thing is a little strange that's been going on, but it's, it's forced me to really take a hard look at my life and how I've been able to change all of that. So that's been what's going on. And so with the business changes that have taken place, it was just a buildup over time of what the heck is happening. And then April 8th, it all kind of exploded, right? It just cracked me open, I guess you could say. And April 8th of 2018, so that was looking now almost five months because Ruby's almost, I guess, tomorrow. Well, I'm recording this on, I don't even know what day this is, the 7th. Tomorrow should be five months. And this is the first week really kind of diving back into work for myself and especially and for Kate is taking a bunch of time off over this past five months and allows our team. It allowed me to step aside, forced me really to step aside and allowing um, the team to run the show and for them to do their thing that they've been trying to do. So that's been really cool to experience that as a business owner and a partner in this organization and 
um, as the founder of this company that we currently run together. So it basically for the first two months, I was in a lot of pain from my skin rash and then just tired because we had the first new baby and I really couldn't do anything. I was for like, I paid our people. I kept up on the financials of our company. Um, but I had to really step aside. I had to just Kate, you know, was, was taking care of the baby. I was doing the same thing. Plus we had a Penelope. So a lot of that, most of those, um, parenting duties fell on me and because Kate was taking care of Ruby, et cetera. And then just recovering from birth. And then around month three, Kate realized that she still had placenta inside of her. So month three that Ruby was born, we had to go back to surgery and she had to have, I think it's called a DNC. And she had to be basically scraped out to remove all the placenta that was still stuck inside of her um, from Ruby's birth. So it wasn't very much, but they still saw some on there because she still had bleeding at three months. So then we had to go through that process. So that just added more to the situation. And during this time, I started seeing my primary care practitioner to find out what was going on. I started seeing we have a, a homeopathy person that we see who is also a nurse practitioner. So she has a Western and an Eastern medical mix that we really like. I start, I went and saw a dermatologist for the skin rash. I went in, I did tons of therapy, like a ridiculous. The first like month to two months that Penelope was born, I was in therapy every single day, every single week um, for an hour. I was who else did I see? I saw an angel card reader. I saw a medical intuitive. I saw a kinesiolog kinesiologist. Um, anybody and anybody that offered to say I should do this, I just was like, okay, I'm all in. I'm going to dive into this whole experience that I'm experiencing now. And what is the result that will come out of this? And I did a lot of learning about the, from a business structure. Um, I did a lot of thought about how do I actually run want to run a business. I watched a tremendous amounts of TV. Um, I went through seven seasons of scandal in a few weeks. Uh, I went through billions, like two seasons of that homeland, couple seasons of that. Like I just sat in my basement and just watched TV. And I, it was like the only thing that brought me a lot of joy at that time. That was not joy, but relaxation where I was basically forced to not do much. I got off social media for a long time. Um, I started recently, I started back reading books cause that's been really healing and helpful for me. Um, one of the things with books is I started reading like d this book called dirty money. That's all about the dirty money and politics. And I, I like, I'm fascinated by the dark side of things. So I started reading a lot of books about the dark side of things. Well, I got bored of reading books because I was tired of reading about the dark side of things. So now I'm reading more uplifting things. Um, just if that's you like the dark side, sometimes it, it's helpful to come out of the dark side to experience some light every once in a while. And uh, which I'm definitely gonna go back into the dark side, but the the piece of, uh, we went through a diversity class within our company. Um, it's called diversity as an asset. And we went through just kind of how to be a more all, all inclusive company, noticing where it's like, what is, do we have diversity on our team? Are our customers diverse? Do we open it up to, do we do things that are limiting to who our customers can be? So, you know, we're always learning from that standpoint. So this has all happened over the course of the five months. Um, you know, I've been working out and just kind of figuring out what is the most, instead of just working out to work out, it's like, what's the reason for this? How do I want to feel during these workouts? How do I want to feel post-workouts? And it's been a really 
big shift that I've learned at making for myself. Um, we also planned kind of a live event that's coming up in November. So during these five months, that's been a little bit of the, um, the conversation that I've had with myself and the, the healing process that's gone on to, to kind of figure out what is really taking place. And the bottom line for a lot of this, and I can't speak to everything right now cause I'm just kind of still in the middle of it, but it was how I processed I mean, for me, like I had all this blood work done. I have spent ridiculous amounts of money just like making sure everything's good. Right. And thousands of dollars for this. And of course, we have we have a health sharing plan. So a lot of it will get covered. But the um, and some of it won't. And that's OK. But a lot of this comes down to for me, it has been like I am responsible for taking care of my own healing during this time and nobody else is. And so it's for me to learn how to deal with stress in a different format because the way I've been dealing with it has not been helpful and it's not been healing. It is not. And so what it's ha let's say I just turned 36. My birthday was on September 4th. And so for the last, let's just say the last 36, 35 years or since I've been an adult, it's how I've gone about handling my life in a way that has been unhealthy for me. And now it's taken this time to realize like it's time to change the way that I've been working and the way I've been handling certain things that allows this to um, move forward in a manner that is going to be much more healing and much more um, beneficial to and productive for me as i continually move forward and i for me that's a lot with the skin is happening uh, i went on a 30-day stint of prednisone like this extremely strong steroid that made me feel all weird my elbow swelled up during the middle of this so i had to go on this chlaminicide or chlaminid something for they thought it was an infection that was happening inside of my body um, that made me feel extremely strange. Drugs are bad. Pharmaceuticals are like danger stuff. So I'm always very leery of taking these type of things, but I know it was like a limited amount of time and just to kind of calm my system down. So it allowed me to process what needed to be processed. That's why I looked at it. It was like for a benefit of that. And I mean, I don't even take like Tylenol. I can't even tell you the last time I took it. Right. So or Advil or any of that stuff. It's just, I've always stayed away and realized like I can handle these things for myself, but this came in a manner that I was not able to do that. And so it was using kind of understanding my own symptoms and also using these drugs to work together at the same time. Because the one thing that's been weird is like my dermatologist said, she's never, it's very odd to have somebody that just goes from zero skin issues their whole life to having a full body blown rash. She was actually kind of blown away. And I said, well, you have never met the Watts family because this is the way what we do things. We just or the Northrop family. It's just like you go. Everything explodes. Right. It's massive. It's this massive thing. So it's been a really big journey um, over the course of the five months. But I'm happy to it really take the time off. And I I give like everybody the 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 feedback. Like if you just feel like you need to take a break, then just take a break. You know, it's like setting and allowing yourself to ease back into things instead of saying like you don't have the time or not able to do this or you have to keep push 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 because we live in the world of the push mentality and it's not always the healthiest thing it's not always the best thing for us so what i can say for all of this is just to make sure that you take that time off when it's needed and 
to be able to do that if you have that capability or to find that or ask for the help that you need. And there's way more to come on that. But it's been the place for myself, especially being a dad now to to, Penelope's turning three and it is exhausting. Like from the time she wakes up, like last night she woke up at like 340, in the morning comes walking into the bedroom because I'm still sleeping in the separate in the guest room because with Ruby waking up all the time, at least we're trying to get some sleep. She just walks in the bedroom at three 30 in the morning is like, Dada. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, go back to sleep. And she's like, I was like, just get in bed with me. So she gets bed with me. And then the next thing I know, I hear Dada, Dada. And I'm like, what is going on? And it's so dark out. And she's not in the room. She's downstairs. And she's like, I'm trying to find the car seat for my baby. And like her baby doll. She needs the car seat at 4 o'clock, 4.15 in the morning. And I'm like, what the hell is happening? I'm like, this is like torture. This is like an element of torture. I just go get her in the basement. I'm like, I don't know where your car seat is. She's like in the dark downstairs in the living room. Just walks down there. I go pick her up. I just literally carry her like a football underneath my armpit. Just got her wrapped up. And I'm like, you're going back to bed. I throw <laughs> throw her back in bed. I mean, not literally throw her. But I just put her back in bed. And I was like, it, you need to go to sleep. And as soon as I put her down in bed, she like basically goes to sleep. It was immediate, right? And I'm like, this is bonanzas. And now it's 4.30 in the morning. So now I can't go to sleep. I'm like, thanks. Thanks a lot, Penelope. But it is. It's a form. Parenting at young children like this is a form of torture. And I know people talk about when your kids get older. Well, I don't know. But uh, I am about to figure out what that's going to be like as they get older. So right now, and then we have another kid who like sleeps during the day, but then doesn't like to sleep solid at night. So we have Ruby and then we have Kate who's tired. Right. And so all of us are just like kind of exhausted at this stage of the game. And this 2018 has been my least traveled year in probably a decade of I think I've been on three planes. And usually that was like three planes a month. Um, So it's been a crazy adventure and just changing the way we've been functioning. And actually, 2018, my goal was to travel less and it was to be at home. And I'm happy we have a home that we love. We love being there. We have a community of people that we're continually building that we like hanging out with. And with my skin stuff, it has been this journey of me just rebuilding it and rebuilding myself. I'm literally rebuilding the way that I'm functioning and and containing. So, and I, I appreciate the, I've had a lot of great feedback from people. So thank you for all those if you're one of those. But it's just like, for me, it's not about this essential oil or this vitamin or this functioning. It's like, for me to really change the way I'm being in the world. It's me as my angel card reader told, taught me how to uh, um, reset my chakras. So it's like that process and just understanding what that even means. And it's learning about my chakras, learning how to rebalance and notice and when I'm out of whack, it's notice to ask for help when I need the help. And it's noticing at this time, especially now with my skin, cause I've been off the steroids, but my rash came back it's hanging out. It's talking to me and it's telling me like what I need to be doing. And I'm just listening to what my body says 
and doing those type of things. And so a lot of it, I believe, is coming from from some a lot of the blood tests I've done. I also did like three different poop tests. You send your poop into these laboratories and they come back with these um, readings about, you know, what's your gut biome look like and what's all that. And so it's out of whack. And so I need to fix it. I need to get it taken care of. And so I'm changing the way I'm doing this like 21 to 30 day to 60 day kind of food program that is helping me just very in low inflammation um, diet that I'm eating these foods to help with what's going on with my skin and just making sure that I can get out. I got an office outside of the house now, which is where I'm recording this podcast because I knew being at home was it was time to leave and it was time to do something else. So it was um, that place of what is going to be the best thing for Mike at this time where it's like take because if I'm not healed or I'm not in a good space, there's no way that my family will be either or our business will be. So it was for me to really check in with the current state of Mikeness and slowly rebuilding that. And I mean, with the rest of 2018, that's what this is going to be about. It's going to be me focused on what I need to be doing for myself. And then also it's continually allowing that process of transformation to take place. And one is with like putting out content, you know, the business, the direction I want to take my business. What are my work intentions for this year? 2018. I'm really thinking a lot about that. Um, listening to what's going on in the world, figuring out how I could fit in there. One thing was this podcast that I like doing it, but every single day was a little too much. So I'm going to be doing something that's more like once a week. I mean, it might evolve from that, but right now we're starting at one episode a week. I want to go back to doing some interviews. So I want to start interviewing some more people and just getting back into the phase of what Mike is doing and focused on Mike uh, for this as well. So it is that place... um, yeah, it's been a big year and it's been hard. I'm not going to lie. Like it has been even now, like with both kids awake at the same time this morning, all four of us were up. Penelope acts so different when it's just me versus when Kate comes downstairs, um, you know, being running your life. And I'm grateful for like we have a nanny that was at home for us for the summer to helping us take care and the daycare that both Penelope and Ruby are going to. Um I mean, I'm just so grateful for the people that are helping us during this time. And it has been a challenging year. Now, I know everybody's hardships are a different place. But for me, um, it has probably been the toughest year for me of just getting the clarity of exactly just like from work. Everything was put on halt for me. It would change the dynamic of what my it's really redefining my purpose joy and excitement what brings me those things celebrating the small wins and successes uh because it was in, in there's that there's that um that saying about it's not about the journey but it's, it's not about the destination but it's about the journey and what's been interesting the more and more i think about that for myself i didn't enjoy either one of them truthfully it, it's like i I didn't enjoy when the destination would come there. I wouldn't know how to handle it. I just would like, okay, so let's say it's like I work really hard to pay off all my debt that I paid off a long time ago. Okay, great. Then we move on. I worked really hard to get our family into a house, you know, to be able to to be able to have enough money to like buy the house that we wanted. And we did that. Great. I'm in it now. Next, next, next. Get it set up. Uh, Okay. Hang pictures on the wall. And so I feel like a lot of times, especially right now where we are in the world, 
it's not, it, we don't celebrate those small wins. So that the small wins are the journey, right? It's celebrating those small wins along the time to allowing, like thinking about the time that Kate and I started working together and what that looks like back in the day. Think about when she had 3000 people on our blog list and we grew that, you know, over the, over to over 50,000 over the course of the couple of years. We had a business that was making like $20,000 a year. That's that last year grossed over a million. Right. So it's like pretty good. This this year we're on pace to do more than a million and and more than last year, which is great. Right. So it's celebrating those successes along the way and really appreciating that journey. For me, it was always about conquering or achieving the end result, the destination. But I didn't I didn't enjoy either one of them. So now I've been really trying to focus on for myself. It's enjoying the small steps, like enjoying the fact that there'll be like maybe five people that listen to this episode. It's awesome. Probably maybe more, but maybe only five. I don't know. I've been away for a long time. So it's that piece of that celebration for those folks who are um, appreciating the moment. Right. And so it is it's about that concept they say be in the moment right or whatever i don't know there's so many sayings that are like oh yeah sure sounds great right but it's like how does that relate to us how does that relate to you it personally how does that relate to me personally right and so it's taking it instead of just reading the next greatest quote it's like what does that actually mean maybe i don't understand it maybe i don't understand what that actually means for me Right. It's in. And I think at this time, a lot of that's being exposed. Right. People think the world's ending with Donald Trump as the president of the United States here. But the truth is, like, it's just exposing every day. There's more being exposed about the corruptness, about the dysfunction, about how we've been part of like myself as a white male, been part of a um, structure that has benefited us more than anybody else. And not just in the United States, it's like all over the world. So it's like exposing these weaknesses and these systematic oppressions that have taken place and allows us to fix it. So with my skin, it's allowing me to fix my issues. And the only person that's up to is me. It's up to me to determine whether or not uh, I want to. It's like the when I quit drinking, basically, um, for really the last partying days of my life when it came to alcohol, was when I did up, I was five days, I was wasted, right? And this was in, I was 2010, 2011, 2011. And I went out partying for five days in a row, but it took me seven days to recover. And I knew I never wanted to do that again. You know, I just never wanted to feel that way again. Um, And a month later is when Kate asked me to go on the road trip. So it was kind of cool how that all set up. But it was for that process of and it's the same thing with what's going on with my skin now it's different it's not a substance right that substance now could be sugar it could be dark chocolate it could be ice cream it could be food you know in a format right of things that i've you know indulged too much in um those are just a couple of things that i can think of off the top of my head but it could be other things as well but it's also how i've from an emotional standpoint a mental standpoint it's how i've processed stress what have i done to overthink things how much have i been carrying around that i don't need to carry around how much can i have our team do that i no longer need to be doing um things like that that just allow me to continually allow myself to improve how do i adjust dealing with two kids right because they're not going away 
right? <laughs> They're, Penelope's still going to wake up at five o'clock in the morning, right? That's not changing at this point in time, anytime soon. What can I do to influence her to maybe stay in her room longer would be helpful. So that's what we're looking at doing um, and implementing those systems in place that allows me to enjoy that, get that good half an hour to an hour of my own time in the morning. And before the madness starts to happen. So it's like setting those things up systematically for myself that allow the adjustment of life to continue. Like it's going to continue whether I change or not. And what can I do differently when new things arise for me to change differently, right? What can I do differently that, or excuse me, that didn't make much sense. What can I do that allows me to take different things that come into my plate and handle them in a much more relaxed, professional, non-stressed out manner to a certain degree. And it's not that I ever felt stressed because I never did really feel stressed, but it was, it was a tightness factor. So if you think about gripping your fist right now, if you grip your fist as tight as you possibly can, like that's the way I kind of operated all the time. And so for me, it's about easing that tightness up. I call it the gripper. Um, is the name we came up with. And so it's like, that was my gripper is I always operate on an energy level of, let's say always eight, nine or 10. Everything had to get done now. It needed to be done immediately. Why wasn't it done last week? Um, What's taking so long to complete these tasks? And so for me, it was about easing off that gripper mentality and really allowing um, the, the life of like, just, it's not necessarily letting go of the grip, but it's like opening the hand up, exposing that. So I didn't feel that I had to do everything at this moment or the grip was was holding on to everything. And there was also like a dynamic between Penelope and I, which I think is what's also going on now that she's turning three. It's it's for my skin as I wanted her because she's at eczema since she was pretty much seven, eight, nine months old. And it was really bad. Like I replicated what happened to her when she was nine months old in my own my own face, my own body. Right. Because it was all over her skin, scabs breaking out. I just replicated the whole thing. And so it was an element where I wanted to take that away from her. I didn't want her to feel the pain that was causing her to be able to do that. And the truth is, it's not my story. It's not my journey. It's Penelope's journey with her skin. And so I kind of just sucked it out of her and like influenced in my own body and replicated what was happening there. So I feel like since that happened, we worked on that with a kinesiologist um, a couple weeks ago. And since that day, that last, the four days after my meeting was on a Monday night and the rest of that week, my appointment with her was on a Monday night, that rest of the week, Penelope was off the wall, insane. Wake up, bedtime, all of it, operating throughout the day was crazy. And I know she's turning three too, but I also believe we broke that bond where she was able to kind of give me her, or I was taking, I was like, it was kind of an enmeshed situation to a certain degree. Um, And I was taking the taking it from her and I needed to change the whole dynamic that was happening there. Um, and so that took place and I feel like it really opened a can of worms that we've never, that we didn't process before. And I told her now this is her stuff that she has to deal with. And I feel like that's what's taking place now and still continuing as she moves into three. And there's other dynamics that have happened as well, but that is, that kind of sums up the, the basic situation of what has been going on and where I disappeared to, um, I didn't really disappear. I'm here. I just didn't put out any content. So I will, my goal now is I I do enjoy doing this. I do enjoy writing more. I'm doing a lot more writing for myself um, than I've done in the past, just kind of sitting down when I know I need to. 
Um, and I think that's what a lot of this rash is about. And then also just uh, continue being consistent with it. So we're dropping this podcast and then we'll be, I'll be rolling out more about once a week as my goal right now is just to get it shot. I believe every Tuesdays is when I'm going to be dropping these podcasts. And then the Kate and Mike show comes out on Wednesday, Wednesdays and uh, there'll be more to come guys, but I'm looking forward to this transformation that I'm going through and to share more about the journey as we continually move on through it. And, but it is, it's the bottom line is like Kate and I've had a lot of conversations about this and it's not about, I'm not, I, the other external people, I was looking for answers and the truth is they were able to guide me. I was just making sure there was nothing seriously wrong with me. And then once I got to the point where we realized there was nothing serious wrong with me, it was really my responsibility to my own healing. And that's the journey we're on now. So anyway, uh, this is, I believe is coming out at the same time that ultimate business playbook is being promoted, which is a, uh, so you can go to katenorthrop.com forward slash playbook and you'll learn more about it. But it's uh, about our team and I, we're going to do a live event and an online course to where everybody's specialty is in our organization. They'll be sharing about what is actually taking place and how we go about building our business and structuring it. So it's a good investment um, for those of you that are looking to expand and grow your team beside yourself. And I look forward to uh, talking to you guys soon, you know? That's what I got for you. You guys have a great rest of the day. And let me know if you need anything. If you need the business consulting is opening back up for as well at MikeJWatts.com forward slash work with me or just go to MikeJWatts.com and you can click on the work with me tab. Uh, I am opening up some spots. I definitely have some openings that have taken place. Uh, I do have some ongoing clients, but right now I have some spots that are opening that I'm looking to fill for the fall. So if it's something you want to do one on one coaching, that's more in a one on one manner that is uh, very effective. Um, no doubt about it. I guarantee I will deliver results. Can't guarantee much, but that is one thing I've been good at hundred percent success rate at this point in time, uh, on my own of helping people structurize the systems in their business. And, uh, if I'm not able to really help you, I'm not going to work with you, but the people that I've, that have decided to work with me and I've decided to take them on, I making sure that I can help them in their to continually grow and create the systems in their business they need to be successful. So that's happening at Mike J Watts. And um, that's what we got for you guys. You have a great rest of the day and I look forward to talking to you soon. Cheers.